successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Thank you for joining Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also, thanks for joining us on iTunes and TuneIn Radio today. We have a packed show. First, want to thank all of our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Kretcher Harland, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, and Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors. We get into those more on normal days when I don't have two of my guest co-hosts, partners, and contributors in studio today, we have Andrew Bash, who is one of those great partners and supporters of Grill Nation from the Bash Group. If you're trying to find a house or buy a house, there's no one better in Kansas City. Uh, Andrew Bash is in studio. Welcome to Grill Nation, Andrew. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. We also have uh, John Kennyhertz, who's the guest host and contributor and the one of the partners at Kennyhertz Perry Attorneys at Law, one of the finest law firms here in Kansas City. They do a lot of great work with businesses and people throughout the area. John Kennyhertz, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Most importantly, I think we throw a pretty good uh, Plaza Art Fair party. We, you do, and uh, I want to get to that in a future segment. Um, very big show today. We're going to talk a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of trending topics, hot topics here going on in the world. And then in our last segment today, we will have on um, Kim Palmer, who is the event director of the world-class barbecue competition happening at the American Royal this weekend out at the Truman Sports Complex. Very exciting interview with Kim. We're going to get really into the barbecue competition going on in Kansas City this weekend. Guys, I want to start off with a very hot topic that happened this week. Um, we had Donald Trump released his uh, tax plan. Did you guys get a chance to look at that? Did you get a chance to listen to his speech? What did you think? I try not to listen to anything Donald says, so I didn't hear any of it, and I will continue not to hear any of it. Why is that, Bash? Yeah. Because I'm shocked that our country and the Republicans can let him move as forward as they did. I think he's going to fizzle out now, but I'm embarrassed by it. Why? Whoa, they, are you more, dropping a bomb there? Why, why are you embarrassed by it? As and, a business person. Are you more embarrassed by Donald Trump being where he is in this race, or were you, by, or were you more embarrassed by Sarah Palin? Um, ooh, great question. It's a toss-up. Huh. Really? <laughs> I think it is. Sarah Palin was an idiot. Donald Trump is a really smart... Idiot? De- very dis- divisive, not a nice person. He made the debate an absolute embarrassment, how he's making like personal jabs at people at the beginning. I'll tell you what, this is an interesting thing. I watched the first 20 minutes of the uh, debate with my nine-year-old son, no frame of reference at all who anybody was. He has no idea. And he saw Trump and goes, that is a very bad man. <laughs> what? Yeah. He nailed it, Which really. debate? Which debate? The Carly, the, the Carly one where they're on the same stage? The, Fury, one, no, the most recent forth. one, yeah. Right. But he didn't see all that. But what he did say is he liked Christie and he liked Carly. That's Those are the two candidates that he thought were genuinely good people. Is that but how do you, you not choose? Like, do you not like how Donald Trump, at least, his, his, ta- his, his demeanor... 
like at the tax proposal. Like he gets out there and says, look, I mean, I get all like the I'm the best and all yeah. that stuff. But actually saying, I don't care. I don't take any donations. One, I have given to Democrats. I've given to Republicans all that stuff. That's, all of that, that is not all of that is lost in his approach. And I would what I'd like to see is I'd like to see more real candidates act that way. Yeah, not but, and not a guy who has made his career out of being a reality TV star. Now, listen, my opinion is that we you don't like him because he's not like a he's not a politician. No, 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 no. I I like that aspect of him. I think that particular individual is not the right guy to deliver that kind of message. If it was somebody who legitimately like wanted to actually make a difference and wanted to bring people together and make a change would be one thing. This is just another PR stint. You think for it's him. a marketing tactic? It's totally a marketing tactic. So you would rather it was somebody like Pope Francis that was running for president? I don't know. Pope Francis did a heck of a lot better job than Trump did in, in one the last week. couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, he snubbed the politicos and went and had a little bit to eat with the homeless. I mean, that's legit. He uh, was Trump eating with what, the homeless. He's got a good point. He's got a what good point. What did you think of the the Pope visit to Congress? I mean, what did you think? I mean, it was pretty amazing what he did. I mean, he's seventy eight years old. I felt like he was. Moving nonstop for a whole week. I think know? the Pope is the first Catholic Pope in a long time that is legitimately walking the walk, not just making, you know, I, I don't know how to, I'm not Catholic. My kids go to Catholic school and I'm, I'm a huge fan of Pope Francis. You know what he is? He's, he's, he says it like it is from life till death. You know, he, he's, he's a very good person. But then the problem is, is that you have people on, on, Different networks calling him a socialist, Andrew. So what? Call him whatever you want. He is a man of a religious faith that he's actually being an example of what he is supposed to be doing, which is representing God. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means to whoever you are. That's my thought. Yeah. But if it was if it was a slugfest between Pope Francis and Donald Trump, I think Pope Francis would win because he's closer to God. He talks to him more often than Trump does. I don't know about that. Trump said his favorite book was the Bible. His Tr- second favorite book was his book, The Art of the Deal. Trump talks to himself quite a bit. And he, well, sure he, thinks he considers of, himself a god. He so does. That's yeah. debatable. Hey, guys, um, what's going on in your lives? What's going on with the uh, real mm. estate business? Ooh, I like It's oh. a good time to buy a house, isn't it, Andrew? Uh, <clears throat> it's a great time to buy a house. If you're looking for a modern home in Old Leewood on a 30,000-square-foot lot, go to Modern with a Cider Ranch. Google that, and you can see my house, which is now going to be for sale. <laughs> okay, there you Hold go. On, he Breaking just sold, news. He just sold me a house. Yeah. I moved in uh, three weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. Tell him about that. Great home. Yeah, let's talk about it. So I looked for a house for a year and a half, pretty much wore Andrew and his uh, staff. His staff. No, out. let's call her by name. Trisha, Trisha Gill. Trisha. Amazing. She's a saint. She's uh, amazing. And she works. I don't know how you get her to work so hard. Because I'm, sh- I'm sure, knowing you, you definitely we'll talk don't, about company culture here in a little. Definitely bit. don't pay her enough. <laughs> that's for sure. And Ashley Brantonis, you definitely don't pay her enough. This is excellent news. Anyhow, <laughs> I've told him that both, and well, I, t- I actually had reviews with both of them this week, and I lowered their pay. You're more like <laughs> Donald Trump than you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just, okay, I guess you're right. Hey, talk about the house. Talk okay. about it. So anyway, I bought a house in uh, historic Union Hill. Um, Great area for all those people that haven't been up there before, right downtown. But wait, I want you, yeah. when you're talking about let's talk about sure. breaking into the house after the baseball oh, game. Oh, yeah. Were you with us? I was with you, but I left before then. 
good idea. So, yeah, so Jason was like, well, hey, let's go look at the house that we, you just bought. Like, you know, they just accepted the offer and everything, so it wasn't actually anywhere close About to my house About 9.30 at night. 9.30 at night, he calls the other real estate agent and says, hey, can we get into the house real quick? It was me and you and Josh, I think. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so we go into the house. It wasn't, I didn't do anything illegal. I called the other agent and said, hey, can we go take a look at it? We're out here. We know the guy's out of town. Is that Okay. And the agent said, and yes. there was like three or four neighbors congregated at the bottom of our front, my front steps now, because they were concerned. They thought sure, we were robbing the place. Yeah, of course. So anyway, I guess point being is Andrew does go above and beyond, and it go. is a great neighborhood. And uh, I was a little concerned at first, being you know in an area that's a little more urban mm-hmm. in nature than where where Andrew Bash lives in South Johnson County. Right. I don't live in South Johnson County. I'm in Old Leewood. Thanks. Southern-ish Johnson County. Anyhow. This is a whole other debate. For uh, but I love it, man. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's, it's kind of like cool a house. neighborhood, but it's, it's still downtown. Yeah. You know what is fun, is fun is that Johnny, uh, we looked for a year and a half, and Johnny found the perfect house. You know what? And that's always what you have happened. That's yeah. why you're yeah. yeah. Jason yeah. 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 will be having this conversation with you shortly. Yes, yeah. we will. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and on Talk 980 AM. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, here on Talk 980 AM and on Talk 980 AM.com. We have two of the partners and supporters of Grill Nation here, Andrew Bash from the Bash Group and John Kenny Hertz, Kenny Hertz Perry, Attorneys at Law. We talked to Andrew about his, uh, his, work in the last segment i want to start off catching up with john kenny it's on kenny Hertz perry how are you man uh, i'm good i'm good we just hired another attorney um hopefully growing at the rate we should be mm-hmm. growing and uh trying to speaking of growing you guys have a great office space on the plaza yeah you uh had a, an art fair party one of the best art fair parties there was from yeah what I understand. so well we try to keep it somewhat believe it or not non- pretentious and we you know want people to just come in stop by have a drink and so we invite a lot of clients we also invite friends family we even invited andy bash he failed to show up but we invite a lot of people so that it's Mm -hmm. a pretty good mix yeah i thought Uh, it was yeah you had good people you had people of all different ages there too kathy green from 2020 does the food every year she's awesome um so she's a huge help and then, of course, Lindsay Archer does the flowers, and mm-hmm. so that that's always nice. Too. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and you guys did a great job, so it's good to hear that the, the firm is doing well. Um, well, the Plaza Art Fair, I've got to say, is probably one of, and especially because the weather was great. Like, you know, we went down on Saturday, my girlfriend and I, and it was, uh, I mean, the Plaza Art Fair is awesome, man. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the, like that and the American Royal, I think, are two of my favorite events. Well, we're we're going to talk about that, and later in the show, we're going to have the the head of the event director of the big barbecue competition. It's the largest in the United States or in the world, actually. The universe. Um, let's talk about that. So, what is Kansas City's biggest event, John? Would you say uh, art fair or barbecue? And they're back to back weekends. Yeah, I know. If you haven't been to the American Royal Barbecue, you need to go. Obviously, it's still going on right now. It's a fun event. Uh, obviously, the art fair took place last weekend. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think they probably draw a bit of a different crowd, but it's what's cool about it, in my opinion, is you have all of these people coming in town from all over the place, mm-hmm. possibly all over the world, I guess, for, you know, for art and they center in the, on the plaza and which is a great setting. And then for the American Royal Barbecue, the same thing. You've got people coming in from all over the country, possibly all over the world for a different reason. Um, but they're both great events. I, I mean, great Kansas City events. Yeah. We have a lot of good fall events in this town. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. And then, of course, 
with the Chiefs and the Royals, I mean, fall in Kansas City is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bash, I know you're a Royals guy. We went to the game last week. You took your kids to the game yeah, I missed last the, weekend. Uh, I missed the uh, art uh, party with Kenny Hertz and you guys because of... Uh, we should mention that... Uh, Danny don't try Pfeiffer to cut me off Catalyst. when I'm trying to talk <laughs> about being father of the year. Oh, yeah. Danny, Danny of course, <laughs> who's not uh, with us today. He's out um, doing something with political. He's people. actually with his kids. He took his kids to Worlds of Fun. <laughs> is it? Is it still In his open? new Porsche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bash, Andrew Bash, the Bash Group. Um, you're a big Royals guy. Postseason's here coming up. I know you're excited about that. You're taking your kids to a lot of games. You have season tickets? I have season tickets. I have five season tickets. And, and no have, parking pass. No parking Who pass. Who does that? Save a couple bucks. I think it's shocking the, the number of games you've been to and yet to reach for your wallet to pay for parking. <laughs> you're in the back seat. I, just, I was like, oh, uh, you're yeah. in the, old, the Johnny Kenny Hurts <laughs> Even when I'm in the front oh, seat, oh, I forgot oh, my wallet. Oh, wallet. No, I go straight to my phone and I'm like, oh, hmm, I wish we had a parking pass. My nine-year-old and my eight-year-old have both offered to pay for parking more than you have. <laughs> <laughs> so... Augie's, Augie's like, I won't be like Mr. Kenny Hurts, Dad. Here's twelve dollars for parking. <laughs> so, so Andrew, so playoffs are coming up. Uh, what are you expecting? You can't believe it's been a year since the wild card game. Uh, I think they're going to do really well. I hope that uh, we don't play the Rangers, the Blue Jays, or the Yankees. But uh, as long as we don't play any of them, we'll be okay. Oh wait, are those all the teams that we'll be playing? <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, you forgot. There's only other Uh-oh. only other team you forgot about was the uh, Astros. I feel like there's one. Key Astros f- are falling apart though, aren't they? There's one key factor that everybody has failed to address, which is the Casey McDonald factor. Okay, well, tell us what's about that? that. Well, she's she she's dating Eric Cosmer. Yeah, is that what the problem is? There's a picture of her on the front of the star, which I thought was a little weird. Right? With him. Yeah, we talked about this. You know, that's just a little extreme. I don't really know. I don't know her. I don't know her as a person. I just, you know, I'm just worried that he's not going to be as focused as he needs to be. Yeah. Well, that's, she dated. Mean, she dated some other athlete prior to him. Who? Three who or four it? of them. Yeah. So who was that uh, girl from um, Charles in Charge? That dated a lot of athletes. Charles Nicole Edwards. Nicole, no, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, she dated a bunch of athletes. Alyssa Milano Charles was not in Charles she, in Charge. Not, I nailed it. She, I nailed she was Nicole Edwards. But <laughs> <laughs> could you believe I got that one? No. <laughs> That's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. So well, what was she on? Who's the boss? Google yeah, that, boss? everybody. Okay. Nicole Eggert. Things okay. went downhill after uh, Scott Bayo. <laughs> Right. So anyhow, so I think we'll be fine. I'm, I'm just saying I'm pretty mature about that stuff. I'm just saying. I want to ask a question though. Yeah, go ahead. Are you a pro Ned Yost or anti Ned Yost? Pro. 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 I was with these guys the other night that were just bitching and moaning about Ned Yost and what? talking still talking about that they should what's his name? The third base coach should have sent Gordon. Oh, come on. I mean, come, right? <laughs> That's like people still talking about what uh who is it? Jan Stenerud no, missed that field no, goal. Elliot. Lynn Elliot. Lynn Elliot. Elliot. That was yeah. terrible. Like, let it go, guys. Yeah, right. Let it go. Let it go. So, yeah. so Andrew, uh, you can pick Johnny and us up for a game one of the first playoff game. Yeah, I, I am taking the whole family. I can't take you guys. Well, that's why I took you the other night to try to get the energy back from opening day, and it worked. It, it did worked. work. It worked for we, one night. Worked. Then it then it went away for a few, and then it came back, back when you went on Sunday. Yeah, well, we should have gone Thursday, but we gave the tickets away. And that was a problem because yeah, Scott asked for him about a six. I think he did. Oh, that Scott Crawford. Yeah, he knew. Scott knew. Yeah. I got a question for you. Speaking of Royals games and all these things you're doing, guys, um, how do you keep your professional life and your work life separate? Mm, good question. It's a toughie, right? You know, I read an article in preparation for this, and there were some interesting things that I think I did very wrong in the beginning of my career, which was not setting 
boundaries whatsoever. So I was talk ge- about that. Well, I I worked as general counsel in a couple different capacities, and it's just one of those things where, especially with entrepreneurs, everything is melded together in their life when it comes to business and personal, um, because there really just isn't any separation. So it's the people that they hang out with are usually the people they work with. And when you're in a situation where you're not driving the ship Mm -hmm. and you get caught up in that, then all of a sudden it's as if you're living somebody else's life and somebody else's schedule and you're at somebody else's beck and call and that's not fun. That sounds like parenting. So um, So you're you're not there yet. I'm not there yet either. Either one of you guys are young compared to me. I'm like an 80 year old man compared to the two of you. You look good. Thanks. Yeah. That hair today is on point. Yeah. Andrew's got his hair slicked back today. It looks great. It's like go to our website. Wolf of Wall go to our website to see photos of uh, Andrew uh, Bash. Uh, 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 <laughs> Andrew, talk to us about what it's like parenting. Your point. Uh, yeah, about well, the separation between I think as you get older and, and you get married and you've got wife and kids, that whole balance thing becomes even more important. And I think you find a lot of people that are entrepreneurs that end up getting divorced and end up having t- two and three wives. My dad was pretty good at that, but that's another story for when the shrink comes on. But anyway. <laughs> He was a good guy, but also he was very focused on making a lot of money and working on his business and you have to balance that whether it, whether you're a parent or married or have a girlfriend or you you need to have that ba- those boundaries that Johnny was talking about. But that's about. that's what you've done well though. Oh, I think I I think Father of the Year close. over there. Father of the Year. That's true. Well, but like perfect example, I would have loved to have gone to the the art fair party, but I hadn't seen my kids for a long time, so I took four kids to the baseball game and mm-hmm. I was surprised to see how many other parents that I knew were out there with their kids. It made me feel better that I wasn't the only person that went to the Royals game instead of the uh, Johnny Kenny Hertz, Danny Piper, Danny Piper party. Yeah, there yeah. were like five other people that weren't there. A couple of the other things that I read about was the separation uh, from technology when mm-hmm. you're with your family or when you're you know not on the clock per se. So what I do with my kids is uh, I have them call my phone, the newspaper. Because that's what my dad used to do when I was uh. in 1973, <laughs> uh, whatever. Like, there was no iPhone. He'd so hide behind the newspaper. He would be reading the newspaper when he got home. So, or so if you were my child, I'd probably hide behind the newspaper, too. That, well, that's, I, a, that's interesting. So he said, I'm reading so the newspaper? Augie will say, hey, Dad, how's the newspaper? And you're like, oh, put it down. No, I look at him and go, it's great. Now get away from me. I've got something <laughs> to get <laughs> But, but you're working, then? No, I try. he reminds me not to be focused on work and to be focused on him that's good man yeah hey there's nothing better than andrew there's nothing better than parenthood there really isn't that's what everyone says it's incredible change your life it's the best thing that's ever happened to me besides my wife one of the other things uh i think along the same lines same lines is sharing clients clients with with your network yeah yeah what did you guys think of that What, what are your thoughts on that uh if you've ever read The Tipping Point, have you ever read The Tipping Point? Yeah. I've read it. Yep. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. <clears throat> so a maven is somebody that makes, you know, connections between people and sees benefit in doing so. And not that I ever, like, sought to be like that, but I like doing that. I mm-hmm. like putting people together. And nice. I think you do, it's too. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, all three of us do. Yeah. Have you guys read The Go-Giver? No. Go get The Go-Giver. Great business book for all you listeners out there. Go-Giver. The Go-Giver. Go-Giver. 
But anyway, I guess if that's the wrong name. I don't know what you'll end up reading. But <laughs> <laughs> he just made that up. Yeah, no. uh, so what was your point, John? No, no, no. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It's like anything. It's what you make of it. So like, I try to put people together and then step away because I want them to have their own relationship. And the people that guard relationships to the point where they'll kind of introduce somebody, but they want to, you know, stay involved and the other two parties can't have their own relationship. I don't like that. I think there is a huge movement towards how can you be of service to others without uh, being concerned with what's in it for you. And then stuff comes back tenfold. Usually it's called karma. Well, it definitely comes back to you, Andrew Bash. That's true. It, it has. Yeah, it has. Tenfold. Yep. Yeah. And you, Jason. If you want to buy a house, you know where to find a guy. Andrew Bash. <laughs> the Bash Group. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a personal testimony. we got to go, though, John. we got to go to break. Okay. We have another Forget segment. That, we have then. one segment left, and then we're going to talk to uh, Kim Palmer from the American Royal Barbecue. We'll be right back on Grill Nation. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down. Welcome back to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. I'm your host, Jason Grill, alongside guest host and contributors Andrew Bash from The Bash Group and John Kenny Hertz from Kenny Hertz Perry, Attorneys at Law. I want to thank all of our other partners and sponsors, Kretcher Hartland, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst, Government Affairs, and Danny Pfeiffer, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Jay Rieger & Co. and Ryan Maybe, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thank you for all you do for Grill Nation, and I appreciate you uh, being partners and supporters of this great radio show. We're very lucky again today to have on Two of our guest co-hosts and contributors, uh, Andrew Bash and John Kennyhertz. Welcome back to the show, guys. Here, look here. I'm going to take a picture with my socks. Oh, yes. They look good. Uh, Sock101.com, <laughs> everyone out there. Sock101.com. We are, got some Sock101 news, actually. We releasing, oh, we're uh, releasing an athletic line this week. I didn't get my sock this month, which is weird. It's, it hasn't. Well, I guess we just started the month, anyway. You'll be getting it soon. Yeah. Okay. Really. High, 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 so high, let's talk about high endurance. Quick. High endurance. Let me let me finish this. Okay, high sorry. endurance athletic socks are coming out. They're called the IEZ from Sock One Hundred and One. Check it out. Uh, Sock One Hundred and One dot com. Man. For we have short. We have long. Uh, I know your kids are going to love these socks, Andrew. So uh, well, you're yeah, I hope they're less than those Nike ones because I don't have any money left after buying a pair of those. If 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 they like those, they're going to love these and. Uh, you're supporting a local company, so let's, oh, let's move we'll forward. We'll switch for sure. Hey, so let's go back to this for a second. So back Uh-oh. to Johnny's house, and we were talking about wife and kids. John, I, I made sure this was okay with Johnny off air. So Johnny actually bought this home and now has moved in with his girlfriend. Correct. So that tell was us, quick. tell us how that's going. I don't know why I wouldn't be okay with that. I mean, it's not a secret. Well, because, you know, it's one thing to actually uh, move a girlfriend in a home. It's another to actually tell people on the air. It changes everything. Now they really know. Uh-oh. Uh, no, man, it's awesome. I mean, she's a great girl, so it's it's actually it's been a pretty seamless transition. Have you done this before? Never. Wow, that's awesome. Right. Now, when we started this radio show and John Kenny Hertz became a partner, <laughs> uh, it's just interesting to see how things have changed. You know, this show started about three years ago. I yeah. think John came on about a year ago. So yeah. it's it's amazing to see kind of the transitions that happened 
through the radio station. What transitions have you been through lately, Jason? <laughs> Great, man. Got a uh, partner up with a new company and doing. No, nope, no, nope, we're on relationships right uh, now. Don't try to. <laughs> say what is it about a guy that, as the host that doesn't want anyone to know? It? You're this like is my show, Andrew. Yeah. I know, but that doesn't matter. It's our show today, and we love you. We want to know what's going on in your Everything personal is life. Good. Everything is good in my personal life. Very good. And so do you live with a girl, or what do you have going on? I do not, know. I do not. Are you dating I, anyone? I am, yes. Have you ever lived with a girl? I have not, no. Never have. Interesting. Is I'm that, like John Kinnearts. I'm on the John Kinnearts plan. Is so that, I've waited do, until I'm... I think yeah, John's yeah. a couple so years listen, older than me. I, I'll tell you. Here's, here's my situation. So I looked for a house, not to compare my relationship to hunting for a house... Uh, yeah, it's the same thing, except that you have to—you don't have to chase a house; it just stays well, there. So uh, I looked at it for a house for a year and a half, and then when I walked into this one, I saw it—you know—I I saw this house, and I was like, "Okay, this is it." And I really didn't hesitate. We put an offer in, Andrew. Like what? Hours later, I mean, they, we went on at like five o'clock. We put an offer in at like nine thirty the next morning. So let me explain to you. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, Andrew. Okay. So Andrew. my so uh, the, my comparison is that. I'm 36 years old, and after you know, dating girls and and being the single guy, that when I met my girlfriend Maggie, it was kind of like, okay, it's time. I got it. I mean, like she's great. This is it. Like I wouldn't change anything about her. I love that's that. awesome. That's nice to hear. So, I hope you let me meet her one day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you'd come to like a Plaza Art Fair party or something. If I wasn't busy being dad of the year, uh, I guys, right. guys. I love the relationship talk, but I think it's time to move on here, Andrew. You know um, what? Okay, I agree with I, you. It we is got time. seven minutes left. You can't in the show. commit to the relationship talk. How are you ever going to be able to commit to a relationship? The, you said on the break, <laughs> let's do relationships, and now we're doing it, <laughs> and you're out. It's the weirdest. Are deal you sweating? Of all time. He's sweating. No, I'm not. I feel great. I just, all right, I'm going to tell you, guys you are something. Business leaders in the area, I want to talk to you about business okay. topics, right. current events. Okay. You know, there's no therapists in here today. Tell us Andrew. about uh, how your event went on Thursday. What event? So next question here. Oh, let's get to this. Uh, Kenny Hertz, yes. I want to talk to you. Go ahead, um, go ahead. So biggest time-wasting habits in your career and your uh, job. What are we dealing with here? I can tell you what his is because he's always pinging me on Facebook because <laughs> he thinks I'm on it. I'm like, I it, it's it's not me. I'm not. On I like Facebook. the uh, I like the coffee shop experience. There's two attorneys that I hang out with a lot, Conrad Amirov and another guy named Amir Artabili. Both Persian guys. I don't know if that has anything to do with. I their love, love that you can pronounce Amir's last name because I never have been able to. Yeah. Well. That's what Conrad, friends are for. Conrad actually owns a coffee roasting or p- part of a coffee roasting company in the West Bottoms called Blip Coffee Roasters. It's a super cool spot. But anyway, I'd say going to get coffee is a huge time waster. Um, well, you, sometimes you got to leave the office to get stuff done too. Yeah, Don't you ever bring your computer down there and no, no, you just, you just hang out. <laughs> and then uh, like Facebook and the internet, probably number two. Yeah, you, Andrew, I try not to waste time. Yeah, right. You put things off, Bash. Yes, procrastination is pretty bad. <laughs> is it? What about? Um, do you always work with a goal? Everything you're doing, does you go? Are you a goal? I've always person? been goal oriented until I started working with the guy that we're going to have on the radio show, Sean Storms, and I'm changing it a little bit. Okay, who's Sean Storms? So now you're not as goal oriented. Who's Sean Storms? I'm more process oriented now. I'm moving towards being more process. What does that mean? It means instead of being so focused on your goal, be focused on things you can measure like your processes and can you improve on those, which will equate to Mm. bigger and better production. Interesting. Interesting. 
Um, are you a micromanager, Bash? I used to be. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, no, he I'm not anymore. Oh, we'll ask Trish and Ashley. Okay. <laughs> when are we going to have your uh, Are you a micromanager, either one of you? No. N- not Absolutely really, no. not. No. But I will tell you, I learned this from a prior boss who's a brilliant individual. He always said to inspect what you expect. And I don't think that's micromanaging. I think it's just making sure that people are doing what they're supposed to do, I guess. Yeah, you can't, micro, you can't micromanage everything. No. It creates major issues in every part of life, in my opinion. Um, let me ask you this. You were talking about Donald Trump earlier in the show. He always talks about how he's a leader and he's something different. He's got leadership qualities that no one else has in the parma, in the Republican Party or in America. Why do you think leaders uh, struggle with authenticity? Because that's a major issue in, in entrepreneurial world and in the political world. Andrew, I don't think you agree that uh, uh, that um, Trump is a leader, but no, why, do, why leader. do leaders why do leaders struggle with authenticity? Who? Why? Why? I mean, I I think good leaders don't struggle with authenticity, like the Pope. Yeah, but a lot of them do. A lot of people see right through them. You think so? People that are in the public's eye that say they're leaders sometimes aren't leaders. And okay, so give me an example in your mind of somebody who is a leader that is authentic and not or inauthentic. Ken Ertz. Oof. Um, Sarah Palin? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Back no, to the Sarah Palin a lot today. That, is, that would be a good one. She's I don't know. Not, I mean, I guess you is could... she Was she somebody you think is authentic or inauthentic? Uh, I think she's, I don't know. That's a horrible example. I think, example. She, I think she's, she's not that bright. She, I probably think of, of her like you guys think of Trump. I think she was just about when I being, think of, being against everything President Obama was for. When I she think was of, in the embarrassment of last time. When I, I think of inauthentic leaders, I think of politicians. Mm-hmm. And why they struggle with that? Because their goal is not necessarily to tell the truth, but to, to be voted into whatever office they're running mm-hmm. for. And that is an inauthentic very polished, process. very consulted, right? But that's why Trump is resonating. Yeah, exactly. He's, I agree. He's, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, and he doesn't have to worry about donors. So even he's fun. He all he has to worry about is himself. He's but his that. own god, his own donations. <laughs> he's his own like entity. You know, he doesn't yeah, he care. Just start his own country. <laughs> and then if you like him, you can move there. Maybe it'd be great. Well, so back to, back to my question, either one of you, who is, uh, who's a leader that is uh, a business leader that is authentic and not authentic, inauthentic? Mm. Uh, what was that lady that, uh, with the cookbooks, the Southern lady? Paula Dean. Yeah. She, she claimed to be very authentic. Maybe she was. I don't she know. was authentic. Yeah, she was a little right. too authentic. I can't come up with a good example. I don't have that's one. That's the problem with society today, right? Well then, that's it. If you're, no, off, I, bet, if you're I, I would say on, Steve Jobs was authentic. If you're authentic, does that cause problems in being a leader? So if somebody really says what they think and they're they're a leader, then all of a sudden the the media comes and and kicks Chill, them. Yeah, 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 just lets them have it. So I you mean, can't be authentic, or at least you can't be completely authentic. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Trump is authentic. Maybe he is his true authentic self. That's who he is. That's just what we get. I think that's he, probably he's probably more authentic than anybody else up on that stage. But you don't like it. Well, I don't like it. But there's I'm saying on that stage, that's not the, he should be more of a politician. No, if it was, I, I'm not uh, figuring out what Andrew Bash is saying. I am saying that, like, look, he is making a mockery out of it. Is that why you're wearing your hair like his? <laughs> <laughs> why is your hair orange today? <laughs> I, I'm going to point this out real Go quickly. Ahead. How old are you? 36. How old are you? 36. 
These two guys are 36. I'm 45 years old, and I can have Mark, uh, who's helping us out today, attest to this. I have the best head of hair in the room. Both of these guys will be bald before they're 42. No, you're right. I guarantee it. You're right. There's no come over happening. You want to see 42, both these guys will have shaved heads and look like professional athletes. That's what I got going on in here. Me, I'll be 80 with a full head of hair. Uh, What what is your best stress lever there, Andrew Bash? Before we we go to the next segment. Uh, Working out, working out, pumping some weights. Beating up people. <laughs> Seriously, it's meditation. Uh, no, it's lifting weights and uh, working out. My, and new, my new stress reliever is uh, mowing the yard. Oh, God, here we go. That's a big a big yard to mow. <laughs> there is no way you mow your own yard. Hey, it's, you, you, really? You'll get into yes. it. You'll get into You've it. You've been mowing your yard? Yeah, I used to oh, chew my. tobacco and mow the yard when I was like 16, and it was I, my dad was like, why do you mow the yard three times this week? First entrepreneurial endeavor I had was a lawn boy in Mission Hills, Kansas. Yeah, which, me too. Let me tell you, this is not good. If I, I could ride my, lawn mower, my riding lawnmower <laughs> to your yard, I would mow it. So I would show up, get the job, and then, then drive down the street with the riding lawnmower. So all the other kids oh, were doing push lawnmowers. Andrew Bash, uh, the Bash uh, Group, John Kenny, it's Kenny, it's Perry. We'll be right back after the break with more Put myself through college Thank that you. way. I turn the music up. I got my red clothes on. I shut the world outside until the lights come off, babies. We could fly. Because we all have wings. Welcome back to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us today on KMBZ 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. Also appreciate you listening on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Great show so far. It's been lively. It's been entertaining. It's been exciting. And uh, welcome back to two of our guest co-hosts and contributors and partners at Grill National, John Kinniertz, Kinniertz Perry Law Firm, and Andrew Bash with the Bash Group. Thanks for joining me again, guys. Uh, happy to be here. Good Glad to, to be you. here. <laughs> um, last segment of the show today, we're we're excited to have on Kim Palmer, who's the event director of the World Series of Barbecue at the American Royal. Uh, that's happening this weekend. Kim, welcome to Grill Nation. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me on, guys. It is barbecue time in Kansas City. And we love barbecue. Let me ask you this. How did Friday night go? I know you guys kind of kicked off things uh, last night. Uh, how did it go? You know, we are thrilled with our Friday night. We brought some of the history from the West Bottoms with us over here to the Truman Sports Complex and could not be happier um, with the evening that we had. And I think anyone who was out here could attest that it just felt great. Um, It smelled great, and we are looking for more fun tonight. Exciting stuff. What do we have going on um, on Saturday at the American Royal? Well, you know, Saturday, we're jam-packed. Um, on Saturday, as well as our side dishes, so beans, potatoes, vegetables, and you guys would not believe the desserts that come in during the side dish. I mean, these things are some works of art, and so we're excited to get those on the table and into our judges' mouths. Also, we have the kids' queue, so we got 75 junior pitmasters on site with us today, grilling outside some hamburgers, some steaks, depending on what age category they're in. They represent 10 different states. So they're just a hoot to see out there. They're great, and we know that someday they're going to be our pit masters that are in the lot. How, how um, old are these children that are uh, involved? 
Yeah, so they start as young as six. We try to keep it safe. They do have to have a chaperone with them at all times. So we have a couple different age categories, six to ten and then 11 to 15. The younger kids cook the hamburgers. The older kids uh, grill the steaks. And let me tell you, these kids take it serious, and they do a bang-up job. I have a feeling that some of these people um, in the future are going to be on our main stage getting some awards for open and invitational awards because they got some careers ahead of them. Nice. Kim, hi, this is John Kinninghertz. I had a, a question that I think a lot of people had when they heard that the barbecue is going to move from yeah. the West Bottoms to Kemper. And obviously now that to we, Arrowhead or sorry to Arrowhead. Now that we know that it was a success, uh, what would you like to tell people in regards to what was behind that decision and and maybe some of the, the pros and cons, if there are any cons to moving it? Sure. Well, you know, we loved our home in the West Bottoms, and it just smelled like barbecue, and mm -hmm. it was fantastic for us, but our footprint was actually shrinking, so instead of being able to welcome more teams to the contest, we were actually going to have to let some of our teams go just because of some development that's happening down there. Our footprint was shrinking, and that is never our goal. Um, we are the world's biggest barbecue contest, but we also are very proud that we're the best, and who doesn't want to compete in this? Every time you have to turn someone away, it breaks our heart a little bit. Because people want to be involved in this, and we want them to be a part of our history and a part of our tradition. So moving it to the Truman Sports Complex allowed some of our teams that may have been on a postage stamp down in the West Bottoms before they could expand and get some breathing room, and then it also helped us welcome some more teams in. Um, to us, where we're happy that the competition grew, um, we're more important, we are more focused on enhancing the contest for our competitors, and this affords us some luxuries as it relates to traffic. Um, the gates out here at Truman Sports Complex are made for these big rigs and these big pits to roll in, and we're using every um, opportunity we have to make it an easier and better experience for all of our teams. So that is just something that we're really proud of. Yep. Also. The judging, and this is probably the part that I am the most thrilled about. We are judging the world's best barbecue in the best conditions possible. We're not in a tent. We're not outside. We are in beautiful conditions inside Arrowhead Stadium Tower Club where it's temperature controlled. It doesn't matter if it's hot, if it's cold, if it's rainy, if it's storming. These judges have a quiet environment to judge the world's best barbecue, and we just think that is the biggest improvement to our contest. Are you having any celebrity judges this year? There was a rumor about Donald Trump might be on the <laughs> I, heard, I heard it was just Donald Trump's hair. No. I haven't, I haven't seen any bad hair around here. So, oh, you should uh, see not, Jason's hair. No, not that I'm aware of. You know, where we love to welcome celebrities to the barbecue contest, um, it's, not our, it's not our goal to have them judging unless they're certified or master judges. Right. Uh, we really want the best of the best judging. If you happen to be famous for that and you're a CBJ or a master CBJ, we will welcome you. But uh, there are some great certified barbecue judges in Missouri, in Kansas. We have some that come all the way from California and Florida, um, Minnesota, every end of the United States they come in. And so you don't have to be a celebrity to know good barbecue. Well, I agree. Kim, can't, wait, I want to ask him one question. Okay, it's Friday night next weekend, and you ha let's say you've never had barbecue. Where are you going to get barbecue in Kansas City? Are you talking a restaurant? Yep. Oh, it just depends on what you, you know, what you're hungry for. I have 
I have favorites at all different restaurants. So You're so it's politically good, correct. Good. Are you running for office? No. <laughs> I, am, I am. I'm running against Donald Trump. Nice. Okay. Good answer. So, Kim, Kim, talk to, us, talk to us about Big and Rich. We didn't get to Big yeah, and Rich Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. There are some oh, celebrities that will be there. Okay, so let me, choose, um, let me tell you two things about Saturday night that you guys don't want to miss. First of all, American Royal is really proud to be home to the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So we will have the Hall of Fame ceremony where we're going to induct three new members into the Hall of Fame on the main stage at 7 o'clock that night. Uh, we're going to welcome Ed Fisher, who is the creator of the Big Green Egg. Uh, Paul Kirk, who is a pit master that has won so many hundreds of contests we can't even count. And uh, then Stephen Reichland, who everybody knows from his um, cookbooks, and he just knows barbecue. So they're going to be on the main stage. Still no, still no Pete Rose, huh? Still no Pete Rose, but we're holding out hope. And then Big and Rich, they're coming to our city tonight, and we are thrilled. They fit the barbecue. They are fun. They are lively. They are our people. Mm -hmm. And so we hope everybody comes out and joins us. It's only a $15 ticket. It gets you in the gate. Um, We have great barbecue vendors, so Plowboys and Zardas out here. If you haven't had their food, you are missing out. Love Plowboys. It's great. Have you had their nachos? I have not. I've the never barbecue had is great. Yeah, it's oh, really good. Have their have their nachos, and then you can call me and thank me later. I definitely and, will. Yeah, so come on out and get some great barbecue. Watch the barbecue Hall of Fame ceremony, and then let's just rock out to hey, Big and Rich. Hey, on Kim, the how, how many teams do you think you're going to have this year in the open contest? And how many <laughs> st- from how many states? Okay, great questions. Um, we have 618 teams joining us oh. this weekend from 40 states and three foreign countries. Wow. Biggest contest in the U.S., huh? In the world. In the world. Nope. Biggest contest in the world. Congratulations. I can't. Hey, thanks. It, it's so, a great thing for Kansas City. Yeah, it really is. I, I remember the first time I went to the uh, American Royal Barbecue. Uh, never been. It's just, if, if you've never been, guys, if you're listening tonight, you need to go down there because it is something that we have that no other city has and it's just such a cool experience and we want all of kansas city to own it you know this is our history barbecue started here with henry perry and his push cart at 18th and vine and we love this the barbecue loves kansas city and kansas city loves barbecue and so we want to see everybody get involved in this event because there's something for everyone to do hey kim real quickly world series of barbecue where do we find you online if uh, we want to connect and check it out sure Sure, sure. So um, AmericanRoyal.com has a bunch of great information. Also, tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. You can also walk up to the gates um, and purchase tickets. And we have a VIP ticket for what's called the pit. And this has VIP access to the stage. Um, It's two levels of fun. So we have a second level that you can party on as well. Uh, For this ticket that's for sale at Tickets for Less, um, you also get food and drink with it. So it's a great deal and a great way to enjoy the barbecue. Kim Palmer, a VIT director at the World Series of Barbecue at the American Royal Association. Thanks for coming on Grill Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. See you tonight. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. Great great having uh, Kenny Hertz, John Kenny Hertz, and Andrew Bash in studio today. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Thanks, Grill.